1: More resources available online at jennifer-jackson.org. This is Simply for Women. Yes, it is. It's Jennifer here, and I want to do a little bit of housekeeping with you. I want you to come visit me at the church next door on the west side of Columbus. I don't know if you have a home church, and if I am within earshot of wherever you are driving or living, that if you would come. We're on Federer Road. It's off of 70 West, and I'd love to have you at the church next door. Come find me. We have a great church. We have a, We do a lot for women. We're in the middle of the study of Ruth. Maybe you've been studying that right along with us. And if you want a download of uh, a, your own copy or your own small group set of the Book of Ruth, just send me an email to jennifer-jackson.org and I'll make sure that you get uh, the Ruth Bible study. I've put together a Bible study for you and you can do that as a small group. You can do that with a group of women in your home or online or even at our church, however you would like to do that, but that's the Book of Ruth. So send me that email today, jennifer-jackson.org, and I'll send you a, a really nice download. But this is the interview portion of our show, and I want to welcome once again Diane Shepard. Welcome, Diane. Thank
2: you, Jennifer. I'm glad to be back.
1: It's really great to be together, and we've been talking about, uh, if if you missed, if anyone missed the previous episode she talked about when uh, she and her husband were being tested for AIDS and how you overcome the why questions of why God and trying to understand all of that and you've been through you've been through some fires Diane Uh, but we're now you're in a blooming stage is how you described it during our break so why don't we talk about that what is it like to bloom after a fire
2: well I I always related to California fires and uh, for those of you who don't know what they're like, they're pretty intense. Mm. And our droughts are intense as well. Yeah. But after the fires and after the droughts, when the rain comes, we see flowers that we have never seen before. And it takes extreme heat uh, to release the seeds, either either by drought or, or by, by a flou- um, fire. That's awesome. So... I feel like that's what's happened with my life. I went through youth uh you know with my my ex husband and then my son, who i I just adore and who's precious and wonderful, was a prodigal for about eight years, and that was very frightening. And then I found myself, you know, in in my 60s kind of wondering, what am I going to do? I'm exhausted, Hmm. just exhausted. My career wasn't satisfying. I had, by the way, remarried, and I have a wonderful husband.
1: Oh, wonderful. That's good. Who
2: just stood by me through so much during this time. But um, I began to refocus my business, and it became Really, a ministry to me, and it was so interesting because as I did that, clients began emailing me and calling if they could just come and talk and ask for prayer, and began sharing their struggles and their broken hearts. Hmm. And,
1: and you're a CPA, yeah. is that right?
2: Right. And and so it was it was an interesting. Segue from being a CPA, but then being there, you some of them would leave my office and go, "How much do we pay, owe you for the counseling?" <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> I love it. That's good.
2: Right. Oh. So it, but it was it was really sweet because I felt like that was the beginning of a the transition, and then when I retired, and even really about three years before I retired, I began writing which was something I never imagined I would do. I I hated English, and I, I never read, and mm-hmm. I, I wasn't a writer, but I found myself unable to stop writing. Oh, wow. And I would wake up in the middle of the night, and the Lord would put something on my heart, and I would think, I don't want to forget that. Yeah. So I just began writing, and... Eventually, um, I was also teaching a Bible study at the time, and we were studying the book of Proverbs. So um, I continued to work on that and develop it. Now it's going to be a book. It's coming out in May, um, and it just—it was—it's been such an interesting time for me because I'm now writing a monthly a blog that I love doing. I'm doing devotionals, I'm doing so many things I could never have imagined that I would do. But it took the fire of my life. It took the trials. And I think it goes back to remembering, you know, God's purpose. His purpose is to refine us.
1: Oh, yes. And
2: people often get stuck and become defined by their trials that's not God's way. God wants to refine us, not define us in mm-hmm. our trials.
1: What are your spiritual disciplines? So how did how did you walk out, you know, even in the dark dark times and then in the good times? How do you stay consistent with the Lord?
2: Well, I think you you choose. You know, you choose whether you feel like it or not to spend time with the Lord. Um I I I ended up having a pastor's wife come alongside me during the, the most intense times, um, and we would study every single week. Wow. And then as, as time went, went on, I had a little group of friends, which I still have, that were always there for me. You know, it, when you're going through a difficult time, you have to be very wise about who you share it with. Mm. It's not for everybody. It's not it, it just isn't, yeah, and so you pray that God will give you a group. it doesn't it can be just one person or two or three they are safe. you're safe emotionally, you can pour your heart out, they're not going to hold you to any crazy statement you made during that that cheerful time. <laughs> That's
1: nice, isn't it, it?
2: When they let you share is. the
1: just, even when things aren't logical, but you can share with a friend, and it doesn't have to make sense. <laughs> you get just to it say doesn't. what you want. That's no, right.
2: no, oh. it, it, they give you the freedom to be like a little child who just yeah. goes on and on and on. <laughs> That's right. And and so I had that. Um, did and did you, you find you that at your have, church? You know, I, some were at my church, and some were not. Mm-hmm. And. I have this very eclectic group of friends, and I am so grateful for them because they all go to different churches, but we have stayed incredibly close, and we've been through a lot together, and I think that having that that core group that you can just go to and say, I am hurting so much right now. Or All these memories are coming back. All this pain is flooding back. Can you just pray with me? Or let me know that you will be praying because Mm -hmm. I know it's temporary. And so I think the discipline comes from acknowledging what you're going through, not trying to hide it. God doesn't expect us to be perfect Christians. No, he doesn't. and it's our friends not,
1: it, uh, can just be there, you know, just to be there mm-hmm. for one another. What about, did they pray for you? You, had, you said you had a prodigal son. Did they pray that through with you, or how did that they work did. out? They did.
2: Yes, and there was a core group. I didn't tell a lot of people what was going on, but there was a core group that was always praying for me. And, and this goes back to prayer, too. There was a woman in, our, in a church that we had attended She prayed for all the prodigal kids, Hmm. and her her sister, her name was, um, oh, I want to say Sister Wilmax, or Wilmar, Mm -hmm. and she was, you just knew she was praying, and I didn't know her very well, but she was always praying, and that really helped me, because now I have a list of prodigals, Yeah, and I pray for them every day. Oh, that's so good. How
1: do you pray for a prodigal to come
2: home? I I ask the Lord to touch their heart, to cause them to be distressed over their behavior, and to begin seeking out the Lord again, to bring people into their lives that know the Lord, mm. that will speak truth to them. Because usually with, with a prodigal, they don't want to hear it from their parents. They know, you know. Yeah. <laughs> they, they know that they're you know, not doing what they should do. And and I can remember with my own son, he had gotten into to some serious trouble, and I was sitting in my prayer chair praying and saying, Lord, please, if there's any way there, this cup can pass from him, because the consequences were very extreme, okay. please. And then, then I remember praying, Lord, whatever it takes to bring him back to you, I will accept
1: mm, that's a hard this. prayer to pray isn't
2: it it's a very hard prayer to pray mm. but the amazing incredible wonderful thing is that not only did he come back he's so completely committed to Christ oh, and I cool. just I look at him sometimes and both my boys and I just can't thank God enough they've been through a lot and that the Lord never gave up on them.
1: He never he gave both. up. You are listening to Diane Shepherd, and she's sharing about prodigal sons and how we can pray for them. I hope you're praying for your prodigals. I hope you'll pray them on home. She had that faith. If you want to learn more about Diane Shepherd, go to personalparables.com. She'll encourage your faith. You have been listening to Simply for Women. I'm Jennifer Jackson. It's been a great day. We've encouraged one another in the Lord. We're growing. We're learning. We're changing each and every moment closer to him. Go to jennifer-jackson.org and send me an email. I want to hear from you. There's some prayers, recipes, and downloads. You've been listening to Simply for
2: Women